Welcome to the I'm Not a Barista podcast. We're here to talk about all things coffee, from industry careers, brewing tips, community support, and more, with some really incredible people who love coffee as much as you do. Because humanity runs on coffee, and together we can empower all the people behind every cup. Hello, you lovely coffee people. My name is Mickey. I'm your host of I'm Not Barista podcast. Earlier this month, we talked to three passionate coffee people from India. They are the persons behind the Bhopal Coffee Club in India. They are Navit Tiwari, Aaron Thomas, and Niraj Pathak. So how did a sailor, photographer, business consultant team up together and make a positive impact on the local coffee community? So in this episode, let's get to know these three awesome coffee people the heroes behind Bhopal Boring Club. All right, we're live, guys. Thank you for joining us today. So the story is that I got to know Niraj through our Boring Game on Instagram earlier. And then I found out he was just sharing a lot of coffee events, videos. I was curious, what was it? And then I asked him to tell me more about it. And he told me that, oh, this is a local Boring Club. It was really fun. I saw the pictures and then I think, wow. I wish I wish there was a club when I was a beginner in coffee. And Niraj, and how about we start with you? Um, I know that you are a sailor, not a barista. So how did you end up in coffee? Sure, sure. Uh, I've been a sailor since uh, 2008. I've been going around the country and that's how my coffee journey got a boost up trying the coffees around the world. And... I was not knowing that uh, Indian coffee scene was building up. Meanwhile, I was only aware about the coffee scene outside India. So, like in 2017, later part, and 2018 beginning, I started home brewing. And once I got into home brewing, I slowly connected with people. I came to know about Mr. Navneet over my right. And he owns a cafe handcrafted a, a specialty coffee cafe in Bhopal the only one in the state and he also owns a roastery he runs a roastery along with that here I met uh, Mr. Arun who's on my left side so Mr. Arun keeps coming to handcrafted and also does some photography work for cafe handcrafted so there we all three connected and we have been trying to build this community. Uh, Arun will tell you the further story, like after his intro. Thank you, Diraj. And thank you for the introduction of our two guests today. Welcome, Aaron. And tell us about your relationship with coffee. How did you end up in coffee? Uh, yeah, so so I'm a photographer. And uh, when, when Navneet started his cafe, I, I, I really enjoyed the coffee that he had. And I started clicking some photos of it. Gradually uh, kept on improving. And now I handle the social media and marketing for his cafe and his roastery now. So, so yeah. So, so we've been into, he has been into this coffee uh, line for a long time. But I've been introduced to uh, specialty coffee and brewing just about two years ago. Um, all because of Mr. Navneet. So, uh, so last year, uh, uh, Mr. Navneet was called to be a judge uh, at uh, at a Aeropress Championship, the zone level uh, championship that we had in in Nagpur, which is a city nearby. 
so 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 we went there and i saw that so uh, like a lot of people know so knew so much about coffee and brewed so well so well that they were participating in the aeropress championship and i felt like uh, my town and my city should should have some some of it i knew a few people maybe three or four people who brew uh, well in our town but i wanted to build that culture and spread that awareness about coffee because even now people are not aware about coffee uh, at least about good coffee in my city and in my state we could say that when i came back from there i uh, i connected with neeraj and I, i told him we we need to start a community nothing nothing uh, special we just need to brew coffee we just need to inform and educate people about all the coffee and brewing and stop all misconceptions about coffee being bitter being expensive and all that so we started this club uh, to introduce all that to people who are beginners and to connect with people who brew already so so that is how we started and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. So, I'll just give a quick background about myself as well. So, I wasn't always a coffee roaster. So, before I got into coffee, I was actually a strategy consultant. So, I used to work uh, for a few big four firms, Deloitte, Ernst & Young, you might have heard. Um so I was based out of Singapore for about a decade, and that's where I picked up all the skills about coffee. That's where the interest peaked. uh then when i had to come back to my hometown then we decided me and my wife we decided that let's set up our own coffee roastery uh it was sort of a professional challenge as well to build a market where market doesn't exist we are a very relatively small uh, city uh, in terms of population and economic activity in india but we wanted to do something that was uh, unique and and you know it's is unheard of so that's that's how cafe handcrafted came into being and uh, we have been uh, sort of uh, uh, one of the missions that we followed ever since inception is to uh, build a coffee community spread the knowledge educate and impart our understanding of coffee our version of uh, what good coffee is we our sort of motto is to make people drink real coffee instead of the uh the commercial stuff or the instant stuff so that's that's what uh, we had been working towards as things progressed uh, you know uh, we we had been uh, quite successful in in sort of carving out a niche for ourselves but uh, whenever we used to do any kind of uh, you know trainings or any educational event it sort of always looked like a marketing event from our side we were trying to market ourselves which we were i mean i'm not going to lie so that's why uh this idea of bhopal brewing club then was was quite good because then you're sort of disconnecting yourself from the the brand itself and actually building the coffee community uh and to be honest even a passive building of coffee community ultimately benefits my business because you know the more people drink coffee the more they'll appreciate our kind of operation so that's that's where uh, sort of uh, i was involved in it uh thankfully i am in a position where i can uh, you know so for example we did a session recently where we did uh, roasting so a lot of people who would participate in the brewing sessions 
didn't really know about coffee roasting for example okay they, they might have known that coffee beans are roasted but to go through the whole process to see the colors change to hear the beans cracking and all of that that was a uh, interesting uh, sort of site for them so that's that's where sort of uh, we see ourselves in this group and making sure that uh, whenever people have any questions we are there to answer sort of bring the subject matter knowledge uh, uh, we do sell a lot of coffee equipments and all of that so uh, if someone wants to see a particular brewer in action they can always walk into our uh, store have a coffee make up their mind and then decide to sort of invest in a brewing equipment or something like that so that's where we are sort of uh, helping the community grow and adapt and uh, be more uh, respondent to to the newer trend so you know because we live in a connected world people see uh, some new brewer being used by someone in on instagram or a youtube video or something and they want to try a new technique uh, so yeah they come to us we help them out that's that's where uh, we help out the coffee community i guess i've spoken too much <laughs> what a story guys that's really really awesome i have to say and self-organized coffee events nothing's better than that uh, yes <laughs> i really like the workshop and events you guys have over there um i i saw the photos from uh, niraj's uh instagram and i saw the videos that was amazing. I saw happy faces there, trying new brewing methods. It's just so lovely to see that you guys are helping new uh, coffee drinkers, beginners to get to know coffee. That's very important. Uh, can you guys tell us more about your events and how you organize everything? How is it growing and how to join your club? So... We get a lot of queries like, uh, how do I join this club? And is there a, a membership fee to this? Or is there any fees to attend the event? And we need to tell them that our events are completely free. Anyone can come and join. And there's no obligation to bring in a brewer or bring in some coffee. We allow them to brew themselves also. We brew ourselves also to show them how they can get started. And I'm happy to say that a few people who attended our events have started brewing on their own. So that is a very good uh, notion for us. Like we inspired a few people, but mainly we connect through the social media and people see, okay, there is something uh, coffee related even going on in Bhopal. Most of the time people are like, we have only done instant coffee and we want to get into brewing but we don't know where to start so what we are providing is a platform where a person without with a zero experience in coffee with not knowing anything about coffee can come attend the event and take something at least uh, learn one brewing method or learn something about the coffee and we are always open to take questions like there are lots of questions from the new people like okay what what is this thing like uh, where does this bean grow and why it is brown in color, what you're doing when you're pouring hot water, what is a cold brew, I've heard a lot about cold brew, what is cold brew. So things like that, there are a lot of queries and we try to answer their questions and we try to inspire them that it is very easy, like try the easiest thing first, do the easiest way, like uh, start with a French press, 
even if you don't want to go the french press there are ways where you can make coffee without buying any equipment you just need to get the coffee and we have like uh, last few sessions uh, few of the people had tried how to brew and then they went home they ordered stuff and like a person told me that she already started brewing at home so i was really happy okay we inspired a few and i know it is a long journey it's not done in one day but one step at a time it's totally great uh as a beginner brewing coffee can be brewing specialty coffee could be very very intimidating so you guys definitely help a lot of people there um so niraj you're a sailor uh what kind of coffee do you brew at work <laughs> so on the ship uh when i go on the ship mostly what i was getting was instant coffee so my first step was to demand something like a nescafe gold which is upgrade from nescafe classic for me then later on uh, when i started realizing there are a lot other people who are also interested in coffee so we got those nespresso machines uh, with the capsules and later on we went to these uh, retail uh, coffees like folgers and maxwell sometimes like if we are in a specific region like colombia or near jamaica so we could get the local coffee like i remember getting like two three bags of uh, jamaican blue mountain coffee on board and like everyone was very happy about it oh this is really nice coffee so at times you have to sacrifice everything and go back to the instant coffee or nothing else is available but at times we do get a good coffee I'm sure your colleagues are very happy that you work there with them together so you can make great coffee, tasty coffee for them. You must be very popular. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, people are not much into coffee but when they see a person brewing some good coffee they because the aroma is something which attracts everyone. So they come they try and they are like really happy okay this is a good coffee. Sometimes I find like-minded people we start a small coffee culture on board like we fix a time like morning 10 am is the coffee time or evening 4 pm is the coffee time so everyone will gather and we'll brew some coffee and everyone can enjoy like they have their own preferred ways of drinking coffee someone wants with milk and someone with sugar that is fine but it is like a small get together for like 15 20 minutes a quick coffee session and then everyone goes back to work So you are a coffee trainer, coffee ambassador at work on boat and then you're helping people to understand what is coffee, how to make coffee or or why coffee tastes differently. That's very awesome. It's great to know that you also have a little coffee club at work on the ship on the sea. That's that is just so cool. All right, so let's talk about your coffee club on the land. So how do you guys promote your club since it's very new and how you get this club known by your local coffee community? So the first rule of our club is talk about our club. <laughs> <laughs> so so we just rely on uh, people and us uh, sharing uh, stuff about this club like manually because uh, we haven't spent anything on this club right now although we have a social media account uh but we haven't spent anything on promotions we just rely we we share it to our friends and whoever joins us they share it to their friends and uh, mr navneet was a great resource because he runs a, a coffee shop 
when he shared the post a lot of people did respond because his followers are actual coffee lovers so so we got a good response from him absolutely since he is the owner of the coffee shop when he posts a on social media everybody's happy oh free coffee let's join the club and go there <laughs> yeah and go to the event and, and meet people that's awesome regarding the location of events um where do your most events at the brewing section happen in a coffee shop yeah <laughs> and and for the brewing uh, events we we organize it at different uh, coffee shops or cafes that are in town so uh, so so in that way we get a lot of people who are interested in coffee and would like to try uh, brewing or specialty coffee sometimes it happens the cafe owners they themselves uh, come up and ask okay what you are brewing like it is different from what we have been selling and like the last even we had the owner himself came and tasted the coffee so even the staff uh, where we are hosting the owner they themselves get interested okay so in a way uh, we are also influencing the cafes to get more better coffees than what they are serving and eventually it is about awareness like anyone who comes and asks for help okay i need a help in brewing and in doing something related to coffee how can i improve we are there to help them out that is the whole idea like spread the awareness get more people into drinking coffee the community grows organically we can't do much but uh, yes we are trying to inspire people i want to say that's very very smart because through this this collaboration with the local coffee shops there you guys created this new system that is a win-win solution for the coffee shops for the new coffee brewers beginners and you guys so it's very cool and smart um, I'm pretty sure organizing events and running events like this and you have to explain a lot of things a lot of preparations and what keeps you guys motivated I get to try new coffees that's my only passion that's my drive and like every day I learn something new about coffee and coffee in that matter is very interesting like always there is something like the same coffee won't taste exactly same the other day so I keep reading I keep uh, learning new things and I like to share things I have been approached on Instagram from people like okay I am doing trying to do this but I am not getting it so this was like a very good opportunity for me to share my knowledge what I have gained from the personal experience and personal learning and yes I would love to see more coffee people around me because I eventually want a coffee community because that also helps me in many ways like there would be many more cafes where I can go and sit and there would be many more new coffees around me to try so yes it is a self help in a way and also a help to the community so we are situated in bhopal the city we are situated it is bhopal bhopal madhya pradesh uh, you might uh, know this from the chemical incident which happened in 1984 there was a gas leak in bhopal All right. Um I didn't know that because I was born after that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's one event our city is infamous for. Well, that is yeah. a real tragedy. I'm sorry to hear that. So, let's talk about your 
local coffee community in your city, in your state? And as far as I know, India in recent years, especially the last three or four years, and especially the coffee community is growing very, very fast there. And I talked to a few Indian friends there uh, from the coffee community. They explained to me that there are more and more people uh, fall in love with coffee. So how big is your coffee community there? How fast is it growing? Yeah, so the, the industry, the, the coffee, I would say uh, it starts with awareness. Once the awareness is there, the uh, the interest and the the, the sales, the, the you know, every time there is a new coffee drinker, he will obviously go out and introduce a few more people to good coffee. And that's why the growth has been exponential. Like if, if we compare... Uh, even the patrons walking into our cafe maybe two or three years ago versus now, it's a, it's a multifold increase. Uh, people are now much more aware of uh, coffees. Uh, they are trying newer things. Uh, even the coffee planters um, whom we buy from, they are very happy and surprised, like uh, pleasantly surprised about a city like us. Uh, so we are basically in the middle of the tea drinking country. Everyone drinks tea here and it's it's a big surprise for everyone when they hear that uh, there is such a big coffee community now. No doubt that India is uh, one of the biggest market in the world because of population. We also know that India is famous for its tea drinking culture. I believe from your perspective as a business owner, you also see that there's a huge potential for the market uh, for coffee. Uh, my question to you is, when you sell coffee gears, what is the price there for, let's say, the brewing drapers? And if you compare with other countries, how how much more expensive or it, it is cheaper? See, so uh, this is how it works. Um, in the, the money that you would require to buy, say, a hand grinder, a decent quality hand grinder, you could actually go out and buy a good quality two-wheeler in the same money. That sounds expensive. That's how expensive. Say, for example, a commandante is. Uh, so, but then what we need to do is we focus. So we as a cafe, like Cafe Handcraft, we focus on making home brewing accessible. So even within the, the specialty brewing products, we are able to identify the products which are not much of a sticker shock for the new coffee brewer. Once they get introduced to coffee brewing and if they really feel the passion for it, people have the money to invest in it. Uh, people will find uh, their uh, niche and, and what they like. But yeah, I mean, in terms of coffee brewing equipment, it is on the expensive side, but people have the purchasing power and you just need to uh, pique their interest in, in uh, buying coffee equipment. Well, the coffee market is very profitable, no doubt, and which is also one of the reasons that I think many people don't really get too deep into the specialty coffee because everything is very expensive. And if we talk about espresso machines, we talk about coffee gears, or even the drapers, they are just more expensive than they look like, if you think about that. So we often say this in the coffee community that um, coffee, everybody deserves good coffee, but then, well, good coffee is expensive. And if you want to brew coffee at home, you have to buy a lot of things and they are expensive too. So 
really, especially coffee, is not that accessible for everyone um, unless we can afford it. Um, we talk about the most people, the majority of the population who live a regular life. And um, so let's say India, you have relatively lower income than the developed countries. So how do your uh, community respond to expensive coffee gears? Do you think the, the expensive gears could be a reason that stop people enter the coffee world? See, so there are two parts to it. So let's first talk about the coffee, like the beverage prices, uh, etc. So, yes, um, people do see um, coffee beverages as an expensive option uh, as compared to walking into a tea shop and having a cup of tea. But then at the same time, it uh, is fortunate for us that uh, coffee or, you know, entering a, a well-designed cafe and uh, sitting in uh, in a good shop, coffee shop and ordering a uh, a good cup of cappuccino is also seen as a as a luxurious experience or uh, something that people aspire towards so we have that aspirational uh, emotion going for us uh, whenever people are walking into a cafe they they are looking for a good experience uh, so in terms of whether we are competing against the the tea drinking industry or the or the tea drinkers i would say they are both different niches so uh, people would drink tea as a regular day-to-day -day beverage while coffee would be considered something that you you invite your friends over you go on a date to a good coffee shop and enjoy a cup of coffee so it's it's considered to be at a different level you know naturally that gives coffee a more gourmet uh, feeling uh, to it or, or a gourmet perception to it which helps us again it helps us price it at a bit more premium and um, that's how we are able to pass on the benefits to to the farmers uh, etc now coming to the the brewing equipment uh, i would say right now the home brewing community in india is very very small it's it's um i guess like less than like 0.5% of the population please don't quote me on it but that's my sort of guesstimation there's very still a lot small. of people yeah but then it still makes a lot of people because we are such a big population. If we can get that number up to maybe 2% of the population or something, it's like, you know, uh, we'll be the biggest market in the uh, on the globe. So there's a huge potential in the Indian market. And uh, it's not that we are not uh, able to uh, go to that level. There is there is enough disposable income in the country. There's enough population. There's a, there's a big enough middle class uh, that aspires towards these kind of uh, premium and gourmet products. So it is possible. It's just going to take some time and effort from people like us to develop the community. And that's why you guys are very important in this industry so far because it's growing fast and you guys have this role as a pioneer to help the market grow. In business, we know that if you see a market demand, there will be a market supply. So we see that the market in India is growing. Do we see there are brands, new business jump into the coffee world and making coffee tools? Okay. So there are now a few people who are coming up with their own, with their own sort of versions of uh, uh, brewing equipment, which are priced slightly lower than the international brands there are a few companies uh, that are trying to do that but then see for example i personally have an issue with that 
product uh, because uh, uh, I'm sure Hario has put in a lot of effort in developing their products and I would not want a cheap copy of, of that product to become more famous than the Hario product itself. So uh, I would actually encourage uh, whenever I meet someone who's doing something like this, I, I encourage them to develop their own product, put their own R&D in. And, uh, you know, since it is domestically manufactured, I'm sure it's going to be priced cheaper than someone like a Hario. Again, this is just my personal opinion that uh, Indian manufacturers should not try and go go the uh, China way and have cheap knockoffs of Western products and, you know, try to build a market that way. I mean, it's it's one way of doing things, but I mean... Finally, specialty coffee is an industry which is built on ethics and, uh, you know, ethics should play a big role in how it grows in a, in a new market like India. Oh, that's interesting. So my question to Aaron is you're a photographer and you take pictures of coffee. So based on your standing, do you see more people are into coffee photos rather than food photos lately? So, uh, yeah, they do love coffee photos, especially especially the uh, ones that we brew, uh, because all the brewing equipments and all the actions uh, and the methods that people see in our photos, it, it's highly uncommon when, when you uh, brew using a pour over or uh, maybe a siphon or a Chemex. So uh, all those equipments and all the methods, it is uh, visually pleasing. And it's uh, it's it's it builds curiosity for the people. Like, what is it? So that is the first question they ask. What is it? What what, what are you making so carefully? And then they they start about the equipment. And then we we, we tell them this is the equipment. We, we use coffee for this. So uh, in addition to the club, even the photography and the videos that we take, uh, that does that uh, those are very important for the club to grow because uh, that is one way people see all the things that we do. So yeah, um, whatever we do, it it generates a lot of curiosity among people, and that that raises a lot of queries. So the appeal has to be generated visually, and people do prefer. Uh, so, I mean, the photographs, uh, what do you say, instigate uh, curiosity about what the brewing equipment and is and what the brew was. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and and no doubt, uh, whatever equipment we use and the coffee that we brew, uh, all of them are highly aesthetic. So they all look really good and, and people are naturally attracted towards that. What is true, everybody loves latte art. They're just beautiful. And then latte art is only one of the form that you can make coffee look very beautiful. Um, I'm wondering... In your events and brewing sections in your club, what kind of coffee beans do you use? Do you use local or international beans? Um, what is the most popular beans there? Okay, so Indian coffee is quite unique as compared to, say, say an international market, say, like Denmark. A Danish roaster will have access to coffee beans from around the world, grown in different countries, different varietals, etc. Indian coffee is a little different because... Uh, our coffee growing regions are located in a similar sort of uh, area, but they each have their own microclimates and, uh, you know, terroirs uh, associated with them. Uh, at the same time, the varietals which are grown by Indian growers are very similar. Um, 
so processing and uh, care is what defines a good coffee in india uh, so if you have uh, a decent farm located in a good location which in, with ample water supply sunlight etc uh, you have the right uh, things in place uh, then yes if you process it well it will be a good coffee and that's why in india it's it's not like a homogeneous flavor profile of coffee coffee from one particular coffee estate will taste highly like hugely different to uh, coffee from the same region from a very different estate so it could just be a factor of that one estate was facing towards the south like on a slope which faces towards the south the other one could be east facing and the coffees will be radically different and and we are talking about like magnitudes of uh, difference in quality um what we try to do is showcase as many coffees as possible and help people find their own tastes and preferences it is it is a bit polarizing at times uh, sometimes uh, you know there'll be a customer who would say oh this coffee is absolutely tasteless i don't like it and there will be another set of customers who will say oh i just love this coffee this is the best so we we sort of have this duty to showcase different coffees to people and then let them make make up their mind uh that's again where bhopal brewing club actually comes in uh because see we are ourselves a, a coffee roaster we have our sort of taste language that we follow there is a certain flavors that we as as uh, people prefer like me and my team we have a preference towards a particular type of coffee but in the club we actually order in a lot of coffees from a different brands different roasters different estates and and that's what that's what helps us showcase all these different coffees from india and indian coffees are like uh, you know they are improving by leaps and bounds in terms of quality i'm sure uh, within a few years we'll we'll produce some of the best coffees in the world uh, as more and more growers uh, move towards specialty coffee uh, i'm i'm sure uh, there's a big future for indian coffees uh, going forward I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, you have a big country and you have different climates there. You you can definitely plant many high quality coffee beans in the future, and I trust that. So let's go back to the special coffee, specialty coffee club you guys have there. What normally happens during uh, your brewing section? Let's say you have new members join your club. What is the first thing they need to do? Do you have like a lecture for the beginners so they can quickly? Get to know coffee, or everything happens during the brewing section. You explain everything orally. So at present, uh, we are not making something like an official or a systematic structure. It is just like we casually meet up. We try to brew different methods. Like we try always try the easier methods so that people might catch up on them. And we also try to showcase the. pour over method or aeropress so that they understand like a brewer could make a lot of difference in the coffee what they are brewing till now we have not been offering any courses we do discuss about coffee like what is uh, the variety like this is arabica or there is a robusta coffee or if there is another variety which has been going on in india excelsia so we have showed them the beans given little information we don't want to bombard them with too much of information on day one so that they might run away but yes eventually we are trying to impart knowledge and 
till now we are like it is a casual thing it is not a systematic uh, course or anything like that yes uh, there are no courses as of now it's completely unstructured it's basically a few friends brewing coffee together so it's like your club has a very casual and friendly welcoming environment for everyone so nobody's scared what is this what is that special coffee uh i i didn't see so many photos of girls there so i asked niraj if you if you guys have more women in the club or you have any women at all <laughs> or maybe you guys to see a gender difference there women are not as interested in especially coffee as men and men are more into you know tools and stuff like that well i would like to disagree there like it is not a gender based thing like girls also drink coffee equally and we have a few sessions where a lot of girls did show up but we at times uh, we are like a bunch of guys only at times <laughs> that also happens <laughs> uh, i don't think it is a gender based thing but yes it could be uh, like sometimes we are at uh, like a far off location in the city so uh, not many people uh, people would like to travel to that much farther so at times we don't get any much interest but when we are in the center of the city we do have like girls coming in equal and i don't think it is a gender based thing like yeah. they consume coffee equally and they have started brewing like yeah i don't think there's any significant difference between interest in coffee when it comes to like different genders and stuff like people are equally interested yeah just maybe a mathematical anomaly that sometimes more guys show up than girls but yeah well thank you for telling me that i was just very curious about it so how many people normally attend to your events and what was the biggest event you ever uh, organized so far and uh, how many people were there last time so i guess the largest participation that we've had was about 20 25 people yeah around 20 yeah so the last time we did we got uh, we we got a, a less of a crowd we we were just five but the biggest crowd that we had was around 20 and uh, we're trying to work on that uh, we uh, up till now it was like me and neeraj we decide on a location and we decide on a time and we just uh, tell it to everyone this is the place and the time you have to be here uh but then then we realized that we should we should be more democratic so we we made a whatsapp group and now we decided that we will ask opinion of all the members where should we do it what time what time is suitable for you i think that way we will bet, uh, get a better crowd a better reception and plus uh, we are trying to uh, to keep it to keep it interesting not to have not to do the same thing every time since like it's it's getting hot in our in our town and in our, in our country so so for the next session we are trying to focus more on uh, summer drinks and iced coffees and uh, the stuff that pairs with coffee like uh, coffee and tonic water coffee and orange juice cranberry juice so whatever people can have during this summer i, th- I we, we think that it might bring more people to us It's really cool that you guys change topics about it. Um, also, you just mentioned that in the summertime, you can definitely teach people how to make cold brew. I'm pretty sure people are really into the idea of mixing coffee with other beverages. This is really cool. Great job, guys. Yeah. I want to say thank you for doing this for your local coffee community. It means a lot. 
And I can remember when I was a beginner in 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 especially coffee, I was so confused. I had no idea, and I had no group or club to join. So, by the way, how we can find you if we have some audience here today who are really into clubbing? How can they find you? So we have an Instagram page uh, with Bhopal Brewing Club as the handle, and. Whatever activity, whatever we plan, we try to post there as post or a story, and like we can connect over the Instagram. Right now, we just have an Instagram account, so any queries uh, can be uh, sent as a DM to that account, or we have a WhatsApp group also, but that is for the local people, so that uh, we can discuss our ideas before we plan something in the future. <laughs> So, dear listeners, if you plan to visit India one day, or、uh, you happen to be in a neighborhood, make sure you visit the Bapal Brewing Club and meet those three gentlemen there. I hope you guys love this episode, and please support and subscribe to our podcast. If you want to be our guest on the podcast or share your coffee story, please let us know. You are more than welcome to DM us on Instagram. And thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to this "I'm Not a Barista" episode. Subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at "I Am Not a Barista" for more empowering vibes and true coffee stories that connect you with coffee lovers around the world.